Hey, it's Michelle Vistache News, and it's Strictly Between Us, RadioTimes.com Strictly Come Dancing podcast. Hello, and welcome to Strictly Between Us, the Strictly Come Dancing podcast powered by RadioTimes.com. I'm one of your hosts, entertainment correspondent Kimberly Bond. I'd like to apologise for the delay this week. My vomiting bug and turned flu seemingly wiped out half the office, so we've only been able to record today, so sorry for the delay. I am joined by my news editor, Emma Powell. How are you doing today, Emma? I'm good. And today we're going to discuss the explosive week we saw on the dance floor, which saw screaming judges, awkward jokes and the return of Calvin Fletcher's hips as our couples pulled out all the stops in a bid to make it to Blackpool. But while Mike Bushell gave it his absolute all with his Paso Doble, it wasn't enough to see him through to Blackpool as he finally crashed out in the dance off against Michelle Visage. Emma, did the right person go? I loved Mike and I really really wanted Mike to make it to Blackpool because we say all the time Strictly is about the journey as well and Mike has come on a journey Um, but Michelle was the far better dancer and actually I would have been complaining this week if Michelle had gone (laughs) over Mike as much as I love him I mean she the thing is it's it's like we've had before she had 36 points she should not have been in the dance off she was second exactly you know she's three points away from topping the leaderboard so I mean I don't quite know why people voted for her Mm. or didn't vote for her rather and it ended up with her in the dance off um but, you know, we've seen these things happen before. And, yeah, it was Mike's turn. I mean, I'm with you. Like, I'm gutted. We both talk about how much we love Mike on this podcast. Yeah. I do kind of feel that the joke had worn a little thin. And I've said that before because he was knocking out better dancers. But at the same time, Blackpool was made for Mike Bush. It's got big camp yeah. energy. Him and Catchy would have done something amazing, I imagine. So for him to now be gone, it is, does seem like a shame. And they didn't do uh, Baby Shark, which is I know. Which is why I was Maybe that was going to be the Blackpool one yeah. <laughs> by the seaside and all that (laughs) but if he had knocked out Michelle there would have been uproar because she was by far as you said the better dancer and she deserved to stay in the competition why do you think people didn't vote for Michelle because as we were saying she was second on the leaderboard she shouldn't really been there I I don't know but then maybe people just really didn't click with Mm. her dance this week well last week she did the American Smooth I know you were saying that a lot of people were complaining about the outfit that she wore yeah so she wore something like a bright green it was kind of like a housewives pastiche dress yeah. that was kind of like a play on that and she didn't even really look like her um, so I was I'm going to admit I didn't watch Strictly on Saturday and you caught up with it on Sunday um, call I, yourself a fan <laughs> I got a text from my mum saying Michelle's great tonight and I was just like oh, okay so when I saw the email in the morning saying she was in the bottom two I was really taken aback and then when we looked at RegioTimes.com comments for yeah. when we did a piece on who got voted out people were saying that Michelle's dress wasn't very nice and I'm not saying that she didn't look amazing but yeah. I don't feel like she looked like herself so I think people kind of like almost forgot really what how good her dance was because it was amazing it was funny and you know Giovanni was like kissing her arms yeah. and it was like really cheeky <laughs> there was a little bit I think too much messing around at the beginning where it was like Giovanni with the newspaper and it was just kind of like get dancing so it took time to get going yeah yeah but otherwise it was by far one of her best dances so for her to be in the bottom two I I think she was as shocked as we were if I'm honest well you would be wouldn't you if you've you've come second you're in the top three on the leaderboard and then all of a sudden you're the last one standing there with Mike Bushel and Mm. you've got to dance again I think the thing with Michelle as well is I was thinking about this earlier she's very much all her dances have been kind of sort of cabaret-esque Chicago-esque like you could see her on Broadway yeah and then maybe this just was so different Mm. and people have got used to seeing her doing the same sort of thing each week yeah and then maybe seeing her in this different outfit was a bit too much and people sort of thought you know what 
actually she's not good this week even though yeah. she was and i think as well she might be suffering from the fact she's too good like yeah. people assume she's safe because she's second so people don't vote for her and that damages her because she hasn't got the public backing mm. i mean i love michelle Fassage and she is hugely popular amongst like fans of rupaul's drag race yeah but is there much crossover with rupaul's drag race fans and strictly like would they necessarily watch both shows not no really i think she's got like a, a mountain to climb in the same way that saffron did in terms yeah. of the general audience that watch Strictly Mm. don't really know who either of those are. And same with Karim. But then I feel like someone like Chris Ramsey, you might not have known him, but because he's quite out there Mm. and he's a comedian, he's quite funny. Someone like my nan loves him. (laughs) But she's not necessarily warmed to Michelle Visage. Yeah. I mean, she is fantastic and she is a fantastic dancer. But again, it's that kind of... My mum is a huge Strictly fan. She's 65. She's going to kill me for saying that on this podcast. (laughs) I'm 50. (laughs) But she's going to be like... She doesn't look a day over 50, Sheila, don't worry. Um, But she's... um, she. I don't think she she knew who Michelle Versace was and therefore it's longer to build that kind of rapport and relationship with someone like that. Definitely. Um, what did make me laugh was when Mike Bushel was voted out and he like lifted Catcher above his head and like spun around. <laughs> I was like, for God's sake. Put it down, Mike. What I thought was kind of a downer on this week's episode was, obviously this didn't happen on, sta- like, on stage or on air, but it was when they were talking about death threats that Mike had received. Yeah. I cannot believe Strictly fans are sending death threats because it's such a genteel family yeah. show. For him to be receiving death threats for staying in the competition, which is the whole aim of the game, yeah. really blows my mind. Also, he's got as much right as other people to be there. Yeah. He puts the time in. He's rehearsing non-stop. He's not so terrible like Anne Widdicombe was. No mm. offence to Anne, but <laughs> she was Sorry, pretty Anna bad. <laughs> but, you know, so it just it's a, it's a competition. It's getting ridiculous. And I think... It's hard to know, is it really Strictly fans who are sending death threats? Because Mm. I'm shocked that this kind of audience would actually find the time to send Mike Bushel death threats. And actually, Katia was talking on um, BBC Breakfast. Yeah. And she was saying, um, talking about Mike being trolled online. Uh, she said people were saying things so I just deleted the Twitter and that was brilliant after that when it's not in front of you it doesn't exist so I just got rid of it I mean it must really affect them as well week on week like she's trying her best to keep him in the competition she can see him doing really well Mm. they go out there every week knowing that they're going to get a barrage of abuse and it's 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 awful and it's the fact that it's resorting to deleting your Twitter just to avoid those comments is absolutely appalling and I I mean it's not just a problem symptomatic with it's all shows at the minute if you Mm. you know do something that people don't like you will anger trolls and get a barrage of awful abuse yeah which no one deserves even if you're not a huge fan of strictly this year that doesn't mean you should send people death threats it's appalling death threats is just absolutely ridiculous but you also sort of think you know is it going to get to the point where people will either not want to do these shows Mm. for fear of being targeted Mm. or is it going to be the sad existence that we just have to accept that we're going to get a barrage of abuse if we put ourselves forward for shows yeah. like this? It's, it's so sad. Like shows, like shows like Strictly obviously vibe off like the viewer interaction yeah. with it, but it'd be a shame to cut that all together because some people cannot control their temper yeah. and be like, "Oh my god, Mike Bushel through again! <laughs> How dare he live? Like what? It just doesn't make sense to me." On a slightly more positive note, Neil Jones returned with Alex Scott yes. this week, and I loved their dance this week. I thought it was it was a fun jive. Yeah, there were reports 
which, you know, every report we have to take with a pinch of salt, that Alex wasn't too happy, was a bit frustrated that she was now back with Neil. Mm. I don't know if I believe that because their chemistry in the terms of friendship, like yeah. they are very close. <laughs> be not, careful, yeah, no strictly no care. Strictly care. <laughs> um, they seem to get on so well and she seems to be genuinely happy. Yeah to be back with him and she did do really well with Kevin I mean like they got on really well they got really good scores but I feel like in the least mean possible way Neil perhaps taking some time out was the best thing for Alex because as we were saying we've now seen more of her yeah and it was nice to see her you know really enjoy herself this week and be back with who she's her original partner I think she was over the moon with that um, and I don't really blame her if she did get frustrated because how hard must it be like yeah. learning a dance with someone and then someone else comes in and then, you know, that constant toing and throwing, mm. you would be like, for God's sake, what am I doing? Because he was there in rehearsals. Yeah. Like the clip at the beginning of um, their first dance where they do the little VT. Yeah. Kevin was sort of there with them. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, Neil can dance with you yeah. this week. So I, I do, like you said, I get her frustrations. And yeah. as well, like, I really like Kevin. And I think, you know, people have got, over the years, they've got more used to Kevin than they mm. have Neil because this yeah. is the first time he's had a partner. Mm. But no, I think I think Alex and Neil get on really well. And they yeah. have done from day one. They're constantly posting stories. I mean, it's probably the case that someone has said something like, oh, you know, Alex is frustrated that she's got yeah. two people to dance with this week, which is totally acceptable if yeah. that is what's been said. And then it's been blown out of proportion into yeah. Alex hates Neil. She wants <laughs> Kevin as her partner. <laughs> I also found it quite funny, if not a little bit kind of like ooh, awkward, when Motsi was just like, it's like someone's had an affair and they've come back. Yeah. Like, Motsi wasn't here last year. When that <laughs> but, Did um, she miss it? Yeah, I mean, I it was a bit kind of cringe, but the whole audience was like, yeah, but I love the first Mo- time. <laughs> I mean, I love Motsi, and obviously it wasn't intended, it was laugh yeah. off. So I think they just about got away with it. But yeah, it was. it's nice to see Motsi delivering criticism yeah. in a humorous way. <laughs> Whether she meant it or not, it's nice to have that dynamic. Oh, she's been a great addition. Yeah. To, to the panel we're a huge fan and yeah we've said this so many times we love Monty. <laughs> it was also a really good week for saffron barker who topped the leaderboard with quite a what was her dance again i've got it in my notes she did a lovely oh the waltz waltz yes it was. i was literally <laughs> looking at it <laughs> I thought it was a different one. she did the waltz to your song but ellie yeah. golding's version yeah. of elton's classic yeah and that was really lovely to see because it was a bit like, for me, it was her Alex Scott moment. Like she's yeah. topped the leaderboard before, but she was very stripped back and it was very like slow. And I think AJ is a miracle worker because like compared to last week when she was yeah. a bit all over the place and a bit all kind of limby, she was now a bit more like, you know, smooth. and She's know, getting it yeah. now. She's sort of, she's in that trans- that transition period where she's kind of becoming more like a dancer yeah. rather than a celebrity trying to dance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, she is a real contender. I know we've always had our eye on Kelvin, Michelle yeah. and Karim. But now I th- feel like Saffron is really coming up. And having had this journey, you're more inclined to watch her and vote Definitely. For her. You're like, oh, she's great. Well, that's the thing. Like, Karim's actually dropped down. He was yeah. six out of eight this yeah, week. Yeah, he did not have a good week. He was so tearful on um, Saturday. Eight, like slash Sunday when I yeah um, because um he made quite obvious mistakes in his dance and you could tell how much this means to him because even though he still looked amazing and doing the Viennese waltz yeah he did make quite two visible mistakes that they just all picked up on and the fact he looked like he was just going to explode into like really loud you just want to give him a hug tears. I was like, like oh, no Karim <laughs> um but I still feel like you know he is still a contender in this competition yeah. but I was going to ask you whether you think the pressure is getting to him a bit because he's the hot favorite really mm. everyone's backing him do you feel like this might be something that is putting pressure on him to do well 
Yeah, and I think if you make a mistake, that's going to throw you. And especially he made two mistakes. Mm. I mean, the the saving grace for him is he didn't make the dance off. So yeah. he's he knows he's got more public backing than support, like Mike yeah. and Michelle did. Yeah. Um. So he should take that as a comfort. But I, f- I feel like if it was me and I'd made two mistakes and I was dropping down that leaderboard this week, mm. that almost like a bit of a hurdle to overcome while training for the next one and the pressure's on because he'll get on the dance floor on Saturday and it probably will be in playing on his mind that you know he messed up last week will he do it again sort of that fear sets in doesn't it all he needs is one good dance and I'm sure it'll be fine with Michelle in the dance off it proves that no one is safe so I can imagine he must be like oh god but you know he's so fantastic it'd be a crime for him not to get to the final but then that's quite good in a way that they've all got this sort of fear in a sense that they're not all safe because if you do have someone who's who thinks they're comfortable Mm. they might slightly take their foot off the pedal Mm. and then it's all over Mm. so in a way it's kind of going to keep pushing all of them to Mm. to keep trying to get these top scores Mm. I think another standout couple for the week was Emma Barton and Anton Mm. with their amazing kind of jazz piece yeah it was very much like Charles Venn and Karen Howard Vives because it's very much the same kind of outfit but I think it was, she so deserved to go through. She obviously has struggled with scores. She's yeah. been quite low on the leaderboard before. And she got quite emotional talking about this dance and doing it. I feel like it's so, it was the right dance at the right time. She so deserved to go through this platform. And it's nice for Anton to actually go so, yeah. with a partner. So, <laughs> I mean, I imagine he's over the moon. And it's also another great week for Karen Howard and Chris Ramsey. Yeah. They didn't do that well. They were like second from bottom, I believe. Yep, seventh, but 26 points with the tango. This They weren't in the bottom two. And this is Karen Howe, like a record-breaking week for her because it's the first time she's going to Blackpool without ever being in the bottom two. Oh, so she's that's really so good. Doing that. I didn't yeah. know that. And I love them. Like, I know that Frances had mixed opinions on their uh, Let's Get Ready to Rumble dance last yeah. week. But I feel like, you know, that has really got public support for them because yeah. everyone loves Anton Deck. Everyone likes how Chris, how funny he is. So I feel like he's doing really well in this competition. I'd I, I'd like him to go further than Blackpool, but because, you know, the competition's getting really tight now. Yeah. Whether he will. But again, like, it's not always about the dancing. Like, if mm. he's got the big sort of crowd support behind him, yeah. he might well make it to the final. Yeah. I know he tweeted yesterday, I think there was one bookmaker, so I can't remember who it was, had put him down as 100 to 1 to win the <laughs> show. And he was like, thanks for having so much faith in me. <laughs> so I almost want him to get to the yeah. final. As almost like a two fingers up to everyone who yeah. was like, he'll never make it. I mean, he said at the beginning he thought he was the Joe Cat. And yeah. he's not actually. He's, you know, no. there's moments where you're like, yeah, Chris Ramsey, you're yeah. great. So I'm really backing him. And I love him and Karen. I think they're such a good partnership. Yeah, it's so got I'm a good really, dynamic. I really want them to go as like, far as possible. Obviously, it's that time again in the podcast we talk about Kelvin Fletcher. Um, <laughs> he closed the Found show me. <laughs> um, with his um, amazing salsa. Um, what did you kind of make? Like, it was the return of the hips. Yeah. And everyone called him Mr. Powerful Musical Hips. I think that's what Craig said. He was great. For me, this might be <laughs> heresy, but he, it wasn't as good as his first samba. Do you think that's because he did so well that first time? Yeah. We're just expecting, like, out of this world kind of like hip action yeah from Kelvin now <laughs> I mean I've made no secret how much a fan of I was of that first dance it was incredible I feel like now because we know him for that it's yeah. lost that shock factor so when he does kind of shake his hips it's like Kelvin's shaking his hips again like I'm enjoying like, it we love but, it we know but, he can do it but, but we've seen it now so I kind of want to see a little bit more from him yeah but, 
you know, he's so good. And he's so kind of like shy about it as well. It makes know. him sexier. Sorry. Um, <laughs> as we're recording ever so slightly late this week, sorry again, we can also reveal the dancers for Blackpool. Emma, who are you looking forward to? Michelle Visage. Oh my God. She's voguing. Oh my she's God. Doing I cannot wait. I know. I Couple's wait. choice. I think this is what I was going to say, actually. This could be her week to top the leaderboard because yeah. Emma Barton did really well this week with Couple's Choice. Yeah. Will Bailey, when he was in it, bless him, he got he had to um, drop out. Yeah. His couple's choice was amazing. So emotional. I feel like this year, the couple's choice ones have been almost like their best dances. I mean, I was saying this to Francis. I feel like they always do well with couple's choice. Yeah. And because of that, you should kind of hold it in a little bit until it's a really important Definitely. week so you can get through. Because everyone's done really well. Like, yeah. even Dev and Diane... They left quite a while ago. But yeah. even their, like, couple's choice for movies, it was fantastic. Yeah. So I really think that this could be her chance to top the leaderboard. I mean, we might even see our first 40 if yeah. she was to do it. Because she is made for that dance. She will be fantastic. Oh, definitely. She'll be great. So I cannot wait for her. I'm also excited for Alex and Neil's Paso Doble to Beyonce's Girls, which seems a bit of a strange marriage. Yeah. But because Girls is a powerful song, but it's kind of like, you know, quite fast. Well, Paso is Doble it a Paso quite, Doble? It's quite slow and like yeah. deliberate, I always feel. And a bit so. more stern. Yeah. So I feel like, how will this work? I'm intrigued to see it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm backing them. So Has I'm she hoping. done a Paso Doble yet? Think so. I don't think she has. I don't think she has. And then another couple who I am really looking forward to is Chris and Karen doing a salsa. I don't know how well he will be. He's going to be comparing him to Kelvin next week. <laughs> I mean, he's quite famously, his body is on holiday, as Moxie <laughs> said. So whether he will be able to do a salsa. But I love Uptown Funk. Yeah. And we've said this before on the podcast. When you do like a song like that, like a song that everyone knows, yeah. and everyone can like get up and dance to, that takes you a long way. I really want to know if he has actually gone to Kelvin. Look, mate, please, just a quick, like, class on how to move my hips. I mean, Kevin did, apparently. Kevin was just yeah. like, I wish I could move my hips like that. He's a dancer. Yeah, so, I mean, if Kelvin's giving out, like, hip-shaking lessons... I wouldn't I'd like mind to a lesson. <laughs> I mean, we'd, we'd, we'd come along, yeah. Um, but, yeah, is there anyone else you're kind of looking forward to seeing next week? Emma and Anton, just because she's slowly become a bit of a favourite. Mm. Because... I feel I feel like she's she's obviously done Anton a massive favour this yeah. year because she's allowed him to to get further in the competition. But yeah. she's she's been around like fifth place a lot of yeah. the time, and I I feel like one week she's just going to make that jump, mm. and I really want it to be this week. Yeah, who do you think will be in trouble? Oh, I think it might be the end for Chris and Karen. Which will be, I think he'll be happy to have made it to Blackpool, but I, yeah, I don't know because I looking at who's left, who's he going to knock out? Like who could? It's true. It's it would be a. Really but then you never know. It could be someone surprising, like Alex Scott or yeah. or Michelle Visage again. Yeah, I mean, if she vogues and she doesn't, and she gets into the dance off, I'm fuming. I'm, I'm quitting. I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore. I do. Do do feel it could be Chris. Yeah, I feel like he must know as well that he might have limited time in this competition yeah. which is a shame because obviously we'd love to see him do more but who would I rather see over him exactly that's the thing it's like yeah. mm. but then again I, th I feel like Karim if he has another sort of bad week mm. it could affect how viewers vote yeah I mean we have to wait and see yeah. how it all goes on Saturday but that's all we've got time for on this week's Strictly Between Us a big thank you to Emma Powell for joining me thank you for having me Join us again next week for more news, views and backstage gossip straight from Strictly itself. And be sure to subscribe to hear our dulcet tones every Monday morning. Thanks for listening. See you next week.